what it feels like And this is what it feels like Scorpion bricks, way before Orbeez double disc, 40 on my lap, clap, sound like 40 did the mix, filtered bass, sip coat, like a Michelin star chef, chef. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Keith Roberson, aka Robe the King, and you are listening to a segment of the adventures of Robe the King in his unpopular opinion. Um, today, I want to talk to y'all about uh, the NBA season, the you know, because we just had uh, the All Star game, and so that a lot of times that represents the second half of the season, which isn't really the second half of the season. It's pretty much like the last quarter, the last quarter of the season. There's only like 27 something games left or something like that. So it's time for everybody to get on the eight ball. I wanted to give y'all my predictions for the rest of the season since I wasn't able to give y'all my predictions for the season to begin with. And so I'm right a lot of times. I'm right a lot about basketball. I'm right a lot. So I, this is not like football where I, I know what I'm talking about half the time and I got to go off of my heart or whatever. I really know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about basketball. So I would hope that y'all would take heed to this if you care about the basketball season or anything like that. See if you differ, see if you agree or whatever it is. But I want to let y'all know right now that this is The Adventures of Robe the King in his unpopular opinion. Once again, it is your boy, Robe the King, and you are listening to the adventures of Robe the King and his unpopular opinion. Where's my music at? Your boy needs some music. All right. I don't even know if this is music. Oh, yeah. All right, whatever. We'll do maybe some lo-fi. After that, we'll just we just gonna go. All right, it's cool. I'm cool with this. All right, so the NBA season 
is well underway. Like I said, we are on the back end of the NBA season. Trade deadlines have happened. Um, trash has been talked. And, you know, one notable thing that has been talked about, Ja Morant saying that he he has no problems in the West. He has no issues in the West. He's look, Basically, he was saying that he was looking forward to the NBA Finals as if he's ever been there before and knows what it takes to get there. He knows what it takes to not get there. I don't know if he knows what it takes to actually get there. Um, but ever since he made those claims, the Grizzlies haven't been doing so hot. And ever since he's made those um, those claims, things have taken place. Um, one notable thing that has taken place, Westbrook is no longer on the Lakers. He is no longer an L.A. Laker. He is now a Los Angeles Clipper. And let's, and let's not mince words. This man, his stock was not high. Cass was not, like, teams were not chomping at the bit to get the Westbrook. But I don't know. I think that this is a decent landing place for him. And time might prove to be so as they just scored the high, the second highest, uh, the second highest score of all time them and some other team i forget what it was i could look it up but that's not the point right now so you know the moment you make your debut on the clippers y'all score like it was like 175 to 173 in overtime i think two overtimes correct me if i'm wrong but that's crazy that's amazing so here's what i expect to take place Cause I, I'm not, I'm no different from anybody else that knows anything about basketball. I knew off rip. I'm like this Westbrook thing with the Lakers and Westbrook with the with LeBron. That's not going to work. But here's what we got going on. We have a Westbrook who played with a Paul George, a Paul George who arguably had his best season, one of, if not one of his best seasons, playing with Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook is a ball dominant point guard. And that I mean, I know that's that's uh that's kind of like oxymoronish like not really but like it's kind of like saying two things at the same time. You're saying the same thing, but he's a ball dominant guard that has two two pretty much wing players that don't necessarily need to have the ball all the time. They can spot shoot. They can get to their spots. They know their spots. So having him at the helm, being able to pack, because a lot of times he'll make passes in the air because he won't know what to do with the ball and all that. You got two players that can bail you out at any point in given time. He's a better John Wall. He's a way out of control John Wall. But he's a better John Wall nonetheless. Dare I say. So I'm going to say that the Clippers in the second half of this season fare very well and make themselves a notable playoff contender. Playoff contender, right? Um, Russell Westbrook is not known for his defense or his on-ball defense. Though I think, you know, because he's very tenacious, I think that he can play defense very well if he put his mind to it. That is a very defensive-minded team. I think he works well with them. 
Just off the top of my head, I think he works well with them. And we'll look at the standings. Let me check the standings. Let me see where they are right now. Let me see where they are right now. I'll show you. I'll put it up on here. I'll put it up on the screen. Bear with me for a moment. Mm -hmm. Look in the Western Conference. The Clippers are fifth place. And they're tied. Basic, they're basically tied with the same win-loss percentage, with the same win-loss um, record as the Suns. 33 wins, 29 losses. Hmm. I think... And nobody's doing nobody's doing amazing in the West, right? Let's not act like the West is killing it this year. The the only it looks like the only team that's killing it sort of in the West is the Nuggets. Right? The Grizzlies had a great start to the season, but they've kind of mellowed out. So they're 36 and 23 right now. Um the Kings are doing exceptionally well this year. And they've they're gonna finally make the playoffs. They're going to finally make the playoffs after like a 20 plus year hiatus from the playoffs. So I'm happy for them. <sighs> Where do I see the Clippers winding up? I'm going to see. I think that the Clippers move. I think they jump. I would say at most they jump. I'm I'm kind of nervous. I think they jump one one seeding. I think they jump to the four spot. I think they jump to the four spot with Russell Westbrook, and with the playoffs looming, I think they jump to the four spot. And I give them a second round exit. To who I don't know. To who I don't know. But I give them a second round exit. I think I think that the the divisional finals will the divide the, the divisional finals or whatever you call it or the semifinals will prove to be too much for them. Them still needing more time to mesh and to gel. I have them like with a hard second round exit. I I got it going six or seven games with whomever they play. So moving on, Kyrie Irving moves to the Mavericks. I wanted to do a whole segment on Kyrie. I don't have time for it today, but I think I might get around to it. The Enigma, which is Kyrie Irving. His new team is sitting at the sixth seed. They're 32 and 30, just two games above 500. I've got the Dallas Mavericks staying either right where they are or dropping into the play-in. Kyrie is way too enig enigmatic. He is way too mercurial. And you can and they've lost a lot of pieces. They lost a lot of valuable pieces. And if you ask me, the Nets won that trade. If you asking Keith. Which you are because you're listening to this podcast. If you ask him, Rogue, I think the Dallas Mavericks fall below the 60 and drop into the play-in tournament, making them a hard out um, with them exiting in the first round of the playoffs, no matter who they play. They lost a lot of pieces, 
and Kyrie is not stable enough to sustain this. Durant to the Suns. Kevin Durant to the Suns. Kevin Durant is not going to play for like at least another six weeks. This is not, you know I mean? He's not going to play. He's not, everybody's talking about, oh man, they got Durant, they got Durant. It's going to take time to gel. It's going to take time to mesh. It's going to take time to decide when Devin Booker gets the ball, when Chris Paul gets the ball, when when Kevin Durant gets the ball. This is not plug and play. I don't care what nobody says. This is not a plug and play situation. This this is three ball dominant people, and Devin Booker has proven that he can play all ball, which is great. Kevin Durant has proven that he can play all ball, but he's but both of them have also proven that they want the ball. Now I think Devin Booker knows that he needs to he needs to to defer to Durant. I think he knows that, but at the same time, you still gotta feel that thing out. When are you the better option? When am I the better option? And Kevin Durant would like to say, I'm always the better option. But you st- it's still a five-man game. And I don't think that they build that chemistry by the time. I don't think that they built the, that chemistry from the time he comes back to the time of playoff time. He's not coming back till sometime maybe mid or late March. The playoffs start in April. And we see what happens. He played with Kyrie 76 games over a span of three years. And you saw how that worked out. I don't see it happening for the Suns this year. I got them dropping a couple seeds. I got them dropping maybe to the sixth seed. Be at least the sixth seed before the season is out. They still make the playoffs. They're still in the play-in. I mean, they're still in the playoffs just because of the record and the way that how whack the West is this year. I got them moving up. I mean, I got them moving into the playoffs, but I don't see them lasting long at the very least or at the very most, at the very most, the second round exit. I would not be surprised if they exit early in the first round, going seven games. Let's talk about MVP, MVP, MVP. I think if the Lakers make it into the play-in, because right now they're 29 and 32, and they're starting to win games, they're on a three-game win streak. I love, I love the Lakers as a good basketball team. The NBA as a whole is better when the Lakers are good. I got the Lakers making it into the play-in. Make it in into the play-in. That's, that's all they got time for. If they make it into the playoffs, just straight out into the playoffs, I think, I mean, I think, I think that's crazy. <laughs> and I got them making it. If they make it there, second round exit. Second round exit. Let's try again next year. So then we can have home court advantage and all of that type of stuff. But I say this, I, I brought up the Lakers because. If they can do anything noteworthy, if they can make it into the win column, if they can make it above 500, I got them giving LeBron the most valuable player award this year in year 20. It will be a cap on everything that happened this year. It will be great for LeBron's legacy, and the NBA is all about that. They're all about LeBron this year. If this man, if that their man makes it into the playing, if that man makes it into the playoffs, they give him the MVP. If not, it will be between Joel Embiid 
or or Joker, as as it has been the past three years. Or maybe they might give it to Giannis. I don't see them really giving it to anybody else. I yeah, it would be him again because it would be Joker again. Because look at his team; they're number one in the West, and it's literally just him on that team right now. Shout out to Jamal Murray, but he's still making his way back. NBA champs, NBA champs. Let's talk about it. My heart says, my heart says that the Golden State Warriors get it together finally, that they get it together. Clay, Clay Thompson has scored forty-two points. Has scored has has been on a tear. He has. That man just scored twelve threes the other night. This would be the second time this season he's the first to ever do that in the season period. If they can come together at the right time, if if Steph Curry can get healthy again within time, if Clay can continue to play consistently the way that he has been playing, if Andrew Wiggins can get off of the injury report, it's it's too many ifs, and I'm, I've still got some more ifs to go. But if all I've seen them do it, I've seen them come together at the right time many, many times. Yes, you are speaking to a diehard Warriors fan. Have been for quite some time. I love those. I've loved them dudes before they started winning championships. I was like, these dudes are around my age. I'm rocking with them. If they can, if they can get it together, if Steve Kerr can rally the troops. In enough time, it's dangerous for the league. I don't know if they're repeating. Because they, you got to put some of those road wins together, and they have not done so. They have been horrible on the road, and still they are 30 and 30 right now. 80, well, 20 three more games left for them because they're playing right now as we speak so we'll see what the outcome of that and they're losing right now but if they can put they if they could put it together that's a lot of ifs but i don't really see nobody but like i said that's my heart right that's my heart that's my heart my heart says the warriors i would not be upset if the Nuggets take it home this year. I'm going to be very upset if the Grizzlies take it home, which I don't see happening. It is very premature for the Sacramento Kings to take it home. They're, 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 they're early. They're a little early. They're a little early to be in the three seat. I think that they'll prove to be as young as they are and as inexperienced as they are when we get into the playoffs, right? They're too young to know that they shouldn't be winning the way that they are, even though they're not even doing that great. They just doing better than most of the people in the in the Western Conference. I'm be upset if the Celtics win it. I'm gonna be upset if the Bucks win it. I'm not gonna be upset if the Sixers win it. They cause wow, 30, 39 and 20. They quiet. They quiet, man. Shout out to the Cavs. I predicted that they would be the fourth seed. I've been saying I said that all last year with the acquisition of of um of my man, of this, a spider. I was saying that my friends was like, nah, they're not going to be a four seed. I'm like, yes, they are. I want the Nets to hold on to their winning record. I don't want them to slip into the play-in. Champions. Who will be 
the NBA champions, if not the Golden State Warriors. I'm going to go a safe pick. Safe pick. The Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets versus the Bucks. That would be my safe pick, if not the Warriors. The Denver Nuggets versus the Bucks. The Bucks and the Boston Celtics almost have an identical record. I think the Bucks show and prove at the end of the day and pull this thing out. From the East, they make it out of the East. But I think, um, you know, Joker proves his worth yet again and finally gets a chip out of this thing. That is if the Warriors don't get it together. Who, who who else do we care about that that's gonna raise in the rise in the standings? I need the Warriors just to make it into the if the Warriors make it into if the Warriors make it into the playoffs, like no playing, if they make it into the playoffs, it's a wrap for everybody. Cause they can get they can put two road wins together each time. And they're gonna be mad that they gotta play on the road. Uh, this is not a Warriors podcast. Hmm. I think the Boston Celtics wind up. I think the, I think the Boston Celtics wind up staying where they are though. If anything, they'll drop to the second seed. No more, no less. You know what I mean? Like just the second seed. If anything, they might flip flop because, like I said, that the Bucks are only a half game behind the Celtics. I don't I don't see the Sixers moving at all. I don't see the Cavs moving at all. I honestly feel like the Brooklyn Nets are now very inexperienced and they drop maybe to the play-in, but they make the playoffs. I don't see the Knicks moving. I don't see them moving too much. I see I do see the Heat moving up. Maybe one game. I see them moving up into the playoffs, but it, but if not, they stay in the seventh seed. The Atlanta Hawks, who, who cares? Everybody else, who cares? It's pretty much what it is, right? The Nuggets, they stay right where they are. They're just they're five games. They're at least five games ahead of the of the of everybody else. The Grizzlies. They not. They, I don't see them dropping to the Kings, right? So the Kings, I think they maybe drop to the fourth or the or the fifth seed. Maybe if the Clippers get their act together, I don't see the Phoenix Suns getting their act together. I see the Dallas Mavericks dropping into the play-in. I see the Warriors getting out of the play-in and getting into the playoffs, sixth or fifth seed. I do see that. If the Utah Jazz acquired. Russell Westbrook, like I thought that they were going to do. I see them move. I saw them moving up somehow, but I don't see that happening anymore. I do see the Pelicans dropping out of the play-in. If the Lakers can get into the play-in, I see that happen. And I, you want to see Oklahoma City make it into the play-in with the way that Shai Gildress Alexandra, Alexander has been playing. And I'm so sad that the Portland Trailblazers are where they are. They still got a shot, though. Like, they're only, like, three games out of 500. Spurs and, the Spurs are a lost cause, and so are the Rockets. They're an easy dub. It's, 
It's done. But yeah, yo, those those are my predictions. Those are my NBA predictions for the rest of the season. I hope that y'all enjoyed it. If you disagree, let me know in the comments. If you agree, let me know in the comments. Um, if I'm crazy, let me know. I got tough skin. I do not care. If if you say I don't know anything about basketball, you're you you'd be wrong. But you'll see how right I'll be. I did a lot of did a lot of this, but I'm not gonna be too off if I'm off at all, right? Um, let me know what you think. And for and for more content, for more content, if you like what you heard, if you think you like your boy a little bit, if you think yo, I like his voice, I want to hear him a little bit. I like his opinion on this, or I disagree with everything this dude is saying, but I I want to continue to disagree with him. You can find this content and more on Patreon.com backslash fresh air media that's fresh h-e-i-r media patreon.com backslash fresh air media everything is up there i got a whole bunch of stuff going on on there um a whole bunch of tears stuff for you to get into or and or not get into if you choose you know so my lowest tier is a dollar my biggest tier is five dollars i'm not costly at all so if you already on patreon just bless your boy with one dollar a month and i said give me give me three but if you're not if you're not if you're not if you don't if you don't believe in me just yet just give me one but if you if you kind of invested just give me three but for all access you can enter into the king's court for five dollars a month um that and that's mad content i put out content all the time on there so i'm trying to make sure that y'all get the bang for y'all but but there it is that's my nba predictions for the rest of this season let me know what you think and i'll see y'all soon grace and peace and this has been robe the king and his unpopular opinion the adventures of Upside down, check my heartbeat. Oh, you're so sweet, and I just can't get enough. I just can't get enough. I can't enough. explain it. You got me caught up in love, love I never thought right of. It was so tame. My image of you, focused on everything I do.